The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Hey, uh, go. 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 He'll remember when you get to 10 wins. Now you can start talking fight song Monday, fight song Friday, and the Cowboys with 10 wins on the season in command in the NFC East with a chance to clinch the division, Mickey Spagnola, tomorrow night when the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team tie. <laughs> Scott Agul, Nick, in the public relations department. That's the only way? (laughs) Figured out that that has a 0.4% chance of happening. 0.4? So you're telling me there's a chance. Not 0.04. 0.4. Because there's been one tie this year in 208 games. Well, yeah. so that's it. That's, so, that's how they calculate. So that means we're due for a tie. <laughs> due for a tie. That's right. Absolutely. The the uh, the what is it? The saying that you always have about in the NFL: yeah. the, the the more you win and lose, the, clo- the closer you are to tying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that stuff is permeated in my freaking brain. I'm so thinking about that while I'm running the marathon. What would Spags be saying? So right there's now? been a winner and a loser in 207 games oh, this man. year. That beats we're close. Closer to a tie. Getting real Why close. not tomorrow night when Washington plays Philadelphia? I've been hanging around you guys way too long. <laughs> we got a doubleheader Monday night and a, well, sort of a doubleheader Tuesday. The games will be playing at the same time on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. So, so can we watch both of them at the same time? You can tonight. Tonight. Now, uh, probably at a local sports bar, you could watch both tomorrow night, maybe. Oh, so. They're both on Fox. Both on you, Fox. So if I have two TVs, I can watch them? Well, you've got to be able to get – you're in the central time zone. You'll be getting that feed, and then you can oh. pirate another one maybe. But let's get to the story of the day, and that is your Dallas Cowboys have 10 wins. They are 10-4 and four right now, a three-and-a-half game lead in the NFC East, and all is well, right? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it is. Me too. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of folks out there that – don't like how the Cowboys got to 10, winning these three consecutive games. Uh, but uh, they are at 10. And as I like to remind people, just go ask uh, Tampa Bay mm-hmm. if they would have liked to won that game 10 to 9, mm-hmm. right? Go ask Arizona, Baltimore and Arizona mm-hmm. and Tennessee mm-hmm. and uh, all these teams that have had close shaves and lost. Uh, yeah, you'd rather win, however you however can win, you can. Uh, in these uh, in these close games in December and get to ten wins, um, which is the most wins the Cowboys have had. And uh, well, the second they had ten in 2018, won the division, 
They had 13 in 2016 and won the division. And they had 11 in 2014 and won the division. So if you look at what the Cowboys have done over the last eight years, they've won four division titles. Or I'm assuming they're going to win this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's more than any other team in the NFC East during that period of time. So I know all the woe is us. Haven't won a Super Bowl, but it hasn't been all, you know, just disaster. And how about this? I I found this little stat um, during the timeouts, the breaks of the game. I started researching it. You weren't at the game. You were at home. I was at home. Okay. uh, Or here. Right. Okay. Yeah. This is like this home. is home. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the last time the Cowboys won three consecutive games, all played on the road in a single season, mm-hmm. went three and zero. Nineteen sixty nine. Wow. Was the last time they've played three consecutive games. Week by week by week, on the road 11 times, and only three times have they won them all. This was the third. The first was 1964, and then the second time, 1969. Dang, so I couldn't do it, huh? Uh, no. In 83, <laughs> I believe you went 2-1 and one, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, with that opportunity. And the last time the Cowboys had the opportunity was 2006, and they went two and one. So you did all that research during one timeout during no, the game? No, <laughs> I said timeouts. Oh, okay. That was plural. He was he was dogged because he continued as the Cowboys dominated. Then the next break, he was continued. Uh, you, you, you picked it back up again. Right. 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 It's and, still and, in effect. Still and got I was, the lead in this game. Well, I was okay. stubborn. I was stubborn because I said you, you know, stubborn. I'm surprised to hear that. I could have I could have easily probably emailed. Scott Agulnick, and he's got a stat package site that he can plug stuff in Mm -hmm. to research. So after I did it all, I said, okay, I need backup now in case I missed one. There you go. And he researched it, and that's what came up. So, Well, it was a boring game. Yeah. I love that. I love boring games. As a defender, uh, you know, when we played the flex, we made it way too exciting in our secondary. Kind of like this secondary a bit. We made our plays, but we gave up too many just for for comfort's sake. Uh, When I went to the Giants, we were a little bit more defense-oriented. You know, it was that old-school New Jersey type of playing ball. And those third-down stops, as boring as it looked on TV, the culture there, it was exciting for the fans. But when you're watching a, a, a game where the defense is just dominating, that boring is what you look forward to. Mm-hmm. If it's your defense playing as well as ours is playing. Uh, I want to talk about that a little bit. But first off, your three-game stretch in 1969, I just looked it up. Those were three straight road games, second, third, and fourth week of the season against New Orleans, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. Hmm. So were they all backup quarterbacks the Cowboys faced in those three games? <laughs> no, but the who Cowboys. Are the quarterba- who were the quarterbacks have been? I... I've got them for you. New Orleans started Billy Kilmer. Billy Kilmer was playing for the Saints. Probably, probably Philadelphia. On, you probably get, on crutches. Okay. You'll, you'll get. You can. You can have a chance of getting Philadelphia's quarterback. 
Norm Van Brocklin? Or Norm Sneed, close. Sneed. okay. <laughs> and Atlanta's was Randy Johnson. So there you go. So those were like three backup quarterbacks. Uh, and no, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. they were. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> Norm Sneed, though. Yeah, but Billy, well, Billy was gone, man. Yeah. You laugh at me about playing against Jim Hart. Now you're going to sit up here and <laughs> give him some uh, accreditation. Give me a break. Man. Okay, and so to your point, uh, what was your point, Everson? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about how boring the yes, game yes, was yes, because of yeah. the defense. I was, Thank God I'm on it today. You Go are. Ahead, you and are. you know what? And I was saying the same thing last night when I was watching what New Orleans did to Tampa Bay. I, a friend at work, Nate Tarpley, I said, Nate, do you enjoy watching a game like this? And he said, yeah, I do. I do. And a 9 nothing defensive game like that. You a appreciate every game play that's that, made. That Dennis yes. Allen put together once again against Tampa Bay. Isn't um, that amazing? Yeah. And did New Orleans win that game with a backup quarterback? The same Did one. They? He's no longer <laughs> a backup. They? He's no longer a backup quarterback. He's now the starter. <laughs> and so, they scored nine points. So the fact the Cowboys <laughs> scored twenty-seven against New Orleans might be a pretty I, good. Well, drink. we scored twenty, but yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty yeah. plus seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's better than zero that's for right. the first time you know, in fifteen years. I remember as I was watching that game against New Orleans, I, I wasn't as concerned about the Cowboys' offense because I thought that's New Orleans' defense is playing really yes, well. Yes, they are. You and know, they, all, they always have tight coverage. Right. That's what we right. talked about during the game. There was tight coverage at all times. Concerned about the overthrows and weird throws, but the tight coverage can make you do that. It will make you second guess, especially when the pressure is coming along with that. So my point is just appreciate winning especially in december especially on the road Man, it's not you easy just can't. and two of the games are division games i don't care what their records are going into the games it's always tough it's not easy and the cowboys have never year, been able to do that in 53 first time in 53 seasons you, you can't you can't dog that i mean people can say what they want i'm not listening all i'm listening to is the people that talk just like that because this is what we'll, we we've strived for you know, we talked about last year and the years before. Can we just get a, a win? You know, when we need one, we've got three. We're in position. To, and we're the best position we've been in in a long time. And about a month ago, it, we, yeah. we were feeling a little shady about that, a little and, shaky about that. And especially when you look at the rest of the NFC and where the Cowboys are sitting right now. Forget uh, the division. We're uh, talking the conference. conference. The conference. Yes. And uh, right now, number two seed, only Green Bay ahead of the Cowboys with three games to go. And uh, with what's happened with Arizona, really the last seven games of the season. It's not just the last couple of weeks with Arizona. They are three and four That's in their right. last seven games. That's right. And they've lost DeAndre Hopkins, and um, and they clearly are not the same team that they've been. Of course, the Cowboys are facing them here in two weeks. And so when you look at the Cowboys' schedule the rest of the way with a uh, Washington team that's going to be on a short week and depleted, and then Arizona the way they're playing, and then closing at Philadelphia, the Cowboys have a really good chance of finishing. As uh, Mike McCarthy told the team after the game, they're on this upward climb that's right it. here. And they've Trending got a real upward. good chance Trending to upward. continue that the last and, three and weeks. And getting that second seed is important as well. If you don't get the first, the second seed is no, important. Wrong with that. Of yeah. course not. Goodness gracious. All you have to do is con- – you just win. We just keep on winning, uh, playing the way we're playing. The defense is in playoff mode, and the reason they have the second seed right now is because they're eight and one in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Not so. There's no tiebreaker versus Tampa Bay then. If, if it's a two, if it's a three way tie. If it's a three way, there's not. Okay. 
unless and, and it is right now. It's a three-way tie for second right. with Dallas, Tampa Bay, and Arizona. Yes. And so Dallas has the tiebreaker for the two-seed if the season were to end right now. There you go. Now, if it comes down to the end, and um, it's somewhat unlikely now since Green Bay's one game ahead, right, but right. If, if they – but if they did wind up with a tie with Tampa Bay for the second seed, Tampa Bay would have the two seed. That was my like, point. Like, that and, was and, my and point. that is likely because Dallas would have beaten Arizona, given them another loss. And so, uh, if if the it, let's say Tampa Bay and Dallas uh, went out, then Tampa Bay is going to and Green Bay. Green Bay would have the one seed. Tampa Bay would have the two seed, and Dallas the three seed because Dallas will knock Arizona down. Yeah, I got so. It. But if Green Bay loses. If Green Bay loses, then and then it becomes a three-way tie between Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and Dallas. Then Dallas would have the advantage because they have a better conference record. That's Although right. only one game better than Green Bay, I think Green Bay's like eight and two, and the Cowboys are eight and okay. one. Okay, but the Cowboys will yeah. win out, and so they'll if they win out. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so yeah, it's uh, not a bad situation as long as you can keep winning, and it's not over yet, right? Three games, and we're seeing what's happening. Every time you think, oh, there, Arizona's got this wrapped up. Well, not so much. Yeah, the Rams got it wrapped up. They're looking great. Oh, yeah. not so much. It, yeah. it just keeps happening. And I, I know that there's and a the lot Cowboys of – And the Cowboys had it wrapped up, right? <laughs> exactly. We were talking about how the offense is carrying the defense at one point. At least I was. And I was talking about how we're looking at Coach McCarthy for Coach of the Year. Then all of a sudden – Dax Player yeah, of the Year. Yeah, oh, man. Then all of a sudden things change. And you know what? To have that luxury – to go through that kind of change and for us to be right where we are right now, that's a testament to this team overall. I'm not just talking about one player, one facet of the game. Overall, we're doing well. Defense is playing well, of course. But we have just a bit cut down on the turnovers offensively. We cut down on the mistakes. And our turnover ratio has gone up, if I'm not mistaken, in the last few games. That's the kind of thing that kind of keeps you in those ugly games. They keep you winning those ugly games. Our fourth quarter turnover ratio remains the same yeah. on offense. Yeah. But yeah. that's for a later segment. Mm-hmm. So here's why it was boring. <laughs> that's why I kind of preceded <laughs> yeah. that Here's why it was boring. Uh, the Giants. They started Mike Glennon. That's why it was Mike boring. Mike Glennon in 61 <laughs> plays. They had 302 yards. In three plays of that 302, they had 110. Mm-hmm. So if you take uh, three away, 58 plays for 182. And then the Cowboys give up 28, 36, 31 plus 15 on a horse collar tackle, which is 46. Yeah. So three plays ended up with more than a third of their yards. And that's how well this defense was playing um, had they not had those, those three plays that got away from them. So pretty impressive, and the fact four more takeaways. So how about this? Four more takeaways. That's three games in a row with four. 31 for the season. 23 interceptions. I, it dawned on me that because I, I don't believe in defense wins championships. I think you've got to score points when you get in the playoffs to win. So it was like, okay, in 1977, the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, and that defense was pretty darn good. That they was, were number that was one. The doomsday defense. Right doomsday, there. doomsday Deems two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were the number one defense, and it's a 14 game season right now, 14 games right now. You know how many takeaways they had that year? 31. 
Mm. 21 interceptions. Was that Mel's 10 year 10 uh, interception year? Uh, mm-hmm. Probably I, not because no, it was on the was, le- Oh, that was on his year. last legs. Yeah. Yeah. No, he yeah. was it was probably it was probably around the time they it, played the Colts. It was the end of the 60s yeah. I think mm-hmm. he had 10. So now, yeah, so 23 interceptions so far. Diggs with 10, meaning only three guys in this organization have had double digit interceptions. Diggs, Renfro, and Emerson Walls. Walls. That's it. He's got one to go, huh? One to go. Uh, what did I say, 13? Yeah. What would you say? Uh, I thought he'd get 11. I don't remember what I you said. You said 12, I think. <laughs> okay. I think you said 12. And that was a pretty sweet interception. I didn't think he, he got it. Oh, I did. He did. Yeah, he, he said it right away. He yeah. He knew right away. And so I'm, I was looking at the other way. If that was a receiver for the Cowboys – they probably would have taken it from us. It for that's the kind of how I was looking at it. But if it was a Green Bay guy, right? He, <laughs> right. And I, that's just kind of how I was looking at it. Like, man, would they give that to a Look, receiver? He caught the ball. He hit the ground with the ball in his possession. He's down, and then the guy swiped it out of his hands. I thought they. He caught the ball. The guy came in late and got it out. But it was more than a swipe. It was a tough tussle. Uh, and I, I keep, I always look at this uh, interception, uh, this uh, touchdown by uh, uh, from Detroit. What's the big guy's name? Uh, Johnson. Johnson. And Calvin he, Johnson. Remember Calvin Johnson? He caught the touchdown. This is when they first started this crap about that. Yeah. He caught the ball, and I think it it hit the ground or something. It, it was you easily you could tell he had it in his control because his hands are huge, and they called that back. You remember that? They, they yes. Uh, and so I always look at that as a worst case scenario. So I was just surprised that they gave it to him. And not to get uh, off of this, but speaking of big hands, what about Barkley's catch? You saw that? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. How big are his hands? How, how do you palm? I can look it up. He yeah. I mean, yeah, what, what, what he they have in the, the end of he, the ball. At the back. I mean, he, yes. he swiped at it. He did, he, it's almost like he just swatted a fly away. Like he was getting it was like a tennis ball. Yeah, he yeah. just kind of snatched it. <laughs> And but anyway, yeah. No, I thought. <laughs> hey, I, I'm with you. I, 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 I thought. I just, he, I just tried to search Saquon Barkley. I put Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Come so on, it's Bill. Take me a little Come more on, time. Bill. <laughs> I just thought he he completed the catch to the ground before the guy knocked it out of his hands, mm-hmm. and it was a good challenge. Oh, no doubt, good challenge. I I, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised that they gave us that one. So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, nine and a half inch hands, which that, that's average, right? Yeah, it's that's not, not huge. Yeah, yeah. well, it is compared to mine. You know what? He's got he's got strong hands. Yeah, yeah. That's not a measurement of how strong your hands right. are. Right. Yeah. So Diggs, three games to go. Wonder mm-hmm. what the odds are in Vegas on that. Can he get three in three games? Sure. Oh, why not? Backup quarterback, Kyler Murray will throw it up for yes, you. Yes, he will. Uh-huh. <laughs> he will. Yeah. And who knows will be starting. Jalen Hurts if he gets Jalen the last yeah. game. And put him on the Heisman Heisman guy, put him on his teammate. Uh-huh. Well, they're all teammates. You know. The guy that should have been at the Heisman right. ceremony, CD. Um, all right, <laughs> you got our picks to click from our Friday? Our picks to click, yes. Uh, start off with mine, which is the closest, by the way, uh, score-wise. God, every time I try, try to give us some points. I know mine was not the closest score Yeah, no. Was. We're, we're going to come to you last. <laughs> yeah. I had uh, 31-10. Score was, what, 21-9? to 9? 
Right. Oh, it's twenty-one six. 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 That's six. funny. You said nine because I did a TV thing and I had to redo it because I said twenty-one nine. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> for I some nine. reason, yeah. I had nine in yeah. my mind. So I had yeah, Javon Curse with ten plus tackles, forced fumble. None of that happened. He had like six or seven tackles. Still had a good game. Uh, Spags, you were thirty-four to ten, and you picked Parsons. He, uh, he got uh, an assisted tackle. Yeah, he did. Defense. He did well. He did well. <laughs> Uh, side note, Randy Gregory didn't have any tackles. I know. That's crazy. But he had a One quarterback hit. hit. He had a hit. That was very unusual. And Bill <laughs> William Jones had, God, 52 to 7. So he, at least he's close with the 7. But he did have digs as to... As a player, you know, pick the click player, and and he got he had two picks. I, I had him with two picks. Yeah, because, with two picks. All right, here was my stick on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the reason I said fifty-two to seven mm-hmm. was okay. I had Trayvon was going to get two picks to match Everson Wall's record because they're playing at the play uh, with the what well, was the two teams that two of the three teams that Everson played That's for? Correct. Okay, That's Dallas correct. and New York, mm-hmm. and so then I. I put uh, Everson's number 24 jersey number and his number 28 mm-hmm. New York number mm-hmm. together, and that's how I arrived so at 52. This explanation is a waste of time. <laughs> but you got the Diggs with one pick, and also Diggs had two pass defense, so he was, he was playing. He I, was want, I want credit for Micah Parsons' uh, pass coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, you like that, huh? On the play that yeah, and, Anthony and Brown home. got picked off the wide receiver, and he had Booker, and he had the foresight to go with Galladay down the field, 17 yards into the end zone. And he went quickly. It, it was step quickly. Step, yes. And screened him off what would have been a touchdown pass. And, and I liked the You saw the decision. move. He, he, made yeah. the, he made the move to turn around. Uh-huh. Like he was like, and he had his hands out. Yeah, I like all of that. He was like, yeah, I didn't touch him. Very exaggerated. I love it. But that was that was pretty sweet. So a heck of a play. And on his it was, yeah, it was impressive. I, I, I wish he would have gone off though. Yeah. You know, because you know you think. Well, I think LT was in jail at that point yesterday, but uh, <laughs> I think he. Uh, I w- it would have been nice for him to go off. Uh, you know, at the Meadowlands, that would have been pretty cool. But they used him in a different, somewhat of a different role because they had him playing more linebacker in passing situations, and he was kind of hovering there. And yeah, he had to spy on Glennon. Yeah, make sure he didn't take <laughs> off on him. Uh, I, think, I do think that they were kind of prepping for a more traditional role for him on the way out. I think they the were. Season and I think they were trying to bait him into some bad mm-hmm. passes too, because they had all those other guys going. They they had moved Basham inside. They moved Demarcus Lawrence inside at times. Yeah. In in a four man rush. Uh, well, what what are you keying on on the Giants' uh, offense? Probably in this game, Barkley. Barkley yeah. yeah. And so there's a Penn State guy on a Penn State guy, and so he's playing the more traditional. They tried that last role. in, in right. uh, AT&T Stadium. Well, he got Barkley hurt, messed up his ankle. Yeah. It was on the play. Yeah. They went to him. Uh, All right, we Barkley. we've got to get to a break here. There's Dang, so, so much to best. talk. So much, so much to talk about, and we will continue it in so a moment here on Mix Shots. <laughs> Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. This holiday season, visit the star to get your photo with Santa, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension on the Star (laughs) Boulevard through December 24th. You're running out of time. And the little thing here that has a highlight says ends December 23rd. So, get on it. For more information to book your photo, visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa. Boy, they had Christmas spirit all over that there, Spag. Yeah. Get on it. Get on it. And by the way. Get on it, Santa. Thank you, Chris, for the music, for the background. By the way, before it. we forget and don't want to get off on this tangent, but uh, shout out to South Oak Cliff High School. My man. Yes, sir. About Good that? stuff. Good stuff. That was a hell of a game. I did not get a chance to go to the championship game. game. But uh, I watched every bit of it. Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. As a matter of fact, I didn't watch every bit. I was back and forth <laughs> between the Celebration Bowl with Jackson State Ooh, they and South it, Carolina huh? State. Yes, they did. Dion was feeling pretty good before the game. He and his son did not have a good day. All three of them, well, meaning the two sons. I did not know he had a son that played defensive back as well for mm-hmm. Jackson State. I didn't know yeah. that either. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's pretty good, uh, but – they had a tough one yesterday. Dion needed to be uh, at AT&T State, the stadium recruiting those South Oak Cliff and Duncan yes, players. And North Shore players, too. North Shore as well. well there was yep. some defense being played in those games, it wasn't was. there? Yeah. It was. Yeah. I enjoyed all I, – I watched two games. Uh, I didn't watch the, the Austin game. Austin Westlake and Denton Geyer. Denton Geyer put up a really good effort against uh, Austin Westlake. Uh, it was a, in fact, they had the lead, twenty-one uh, twenty, mm-hmm. uh, in the third quarter. And uh, Westlake kicker, you know, Justin Tucker kicked at Westlake. Yeah. Know? So he pulled yeah. at Justin Tucker and kicked a fifty-three <laughs> yard field goal. That was actually the turning point in the game. Yeah. And uh, Westlake won, which was uh, Todd Dodge, the outgoing coach, retiring coach. Nice it was way to retire on a seventh, hell of a career. Yep, seventh uh, state championship. Yeah, but, but back to South Oak Cliff, I uh, what's the what's the coach's name with South Oak? Cliff? Jason Todd. Jason Todd I went to it. South Oak Cliff. Grew up in South Oak.
Oak Cliff. Yeah, I think he went to Lincoln, he but his mom Lincoln. his mom went to South Oak Cliff. He, he's got a long family history. What did he at say? Maybe he his said dad Dallas. Is, he said Dallas. Yeah, he said he was Dallas, Dallas all the way. Yeah, Dallas all the way. And um, and we had talked about it. I don't know if it was on the air the, the other day. We were talking about you know uh, 1977 South Oak Cliff's basketball team won its yes. first basketball state yeah. championship, and you had gone down to the state tournament he when said you were you were there too. Yeah, you know, senior yeah. in high school. My first yeah. road trip ever, man. Yeah. Was David Burns and, and Colin Mayfield. Colin Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And, and by the way, uh, the girls also won state that year. And you know who their star player was? Uh, uh, don't tell me uh, uh, the Rodman girl. Yes, yes. Uh, Dennis Rodman's Dennis Rodman's sister. sister. Dennis Rodman went to South Oak Cliff. He did not play basketball in high school, though. I don't know what he was doing in high school. There's no telling what he was doing in high school. Hey, quick but story. He, he's that's his alma mater too. Quick story. I'm at Grambling. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to graduate, and the 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 La Tech. The Rodman girl with the La Tech. Uh-huh. So they, come, they come to our uh, uh, campus trying to buffalo us in our dorm. That's how. That's the guts that they had. Because the La Tech girls at that time, they were winning national championships. So she was a teammate of Kim Mulkey's then? Because Mulkey would have been at, at La Tech. So, uh, but, we'll have to check that out. But uh, they're having a parade. When's the last time the city of Dallas had a parade for a football champion? 1958. No, I'm talking for any football no, he champion. Means any football. Ninety-six, yeah. five, so six. Having, oh, you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so they are having a parade tomorrow morning uh, that will wind up at South Oak Cliff High School. And Damn, so that's crazy. Yeah. So, no, it's a neat story. Yeah. Yep. Disd. Shout out to Michael Downs and the late Harvey. Well, Martin. you know what? Mm-hmm. It just goes to show you upgraded facilities, upgraded uh, equipment, and. It can pay off. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, okay, so yes. uh, where were we going next with this Cowboys team? And you know, one shout out uh, from yesterday's game. He's been a little quiet here recently, but how about the game Dalton Schultz played? Yes, I loved it. Let him in receptions. Eight for 67 yards and a touchdown. And his touchdown was pretty sweet that he kept that play alive. And he ended up being, if eyes mean anything, the third look. Because he looked here, he looked there, and then he saw Schultz coming back across the middle uh, of the back of the end zone. And, yeah. That that, that helps solve some of your red zone issues. Yes, right. And you know what else helps solve your red zone <laughs> Blocking. Issue? When you can run the ball into the Blocking. end zone you have holes in the line. Out, that helps right? a lot. Did you see that hole? <laughs> that right? was beautiful. And, and Zeke ran it so well. I mean, he hit off of every block perfectly. And then the surge into the end zone was amazing. And Zach Martin, I don't know how he did it, but he came from right to left and then sealed off that's back the, to the that's right. The, that's the last one he needed. That yeah. was the last seal. But he they needed. ran one in the end zone, mm-hmm. and not from one or two yards. And other than Pollard's 58, it, the last time they did that from that far was Zeke, uh, 13 yards. Oh, it was like around the Giants. Uh, giant somewhere in that mm-hmm. Giants Atlanta stuff, uh, the first time around. Um, well, when you look at what we're what Dak is is looking at every week, it's cover two, right? We got they're going to be running cover two with two safeties high until we show them that we can run the ball right consistently. So now you're going to have close coverage by every defensive back that's on the wide receiver because you can be much more aggressive in a two-safety high than one-safety high because you are covered almost all over the field. 
So what, what is left to be open? That would be the tight end and the running back position. Those are the ones that are vulnerable defensively to cover. So that's why you've got Schultz being so prominent in these last few games that we've had because these guys, the close coverage is there for right. the cornerbacks. We love running crossing routes. If you're playing a two-man, inside is your responsibility. So they're going to be close on everything. If you try to run a comeback, then we're going to be under that as a cornerback because the safety is over the top. So the, the running back and the tight end, they are as extremely important down the stretch until we are show them that we are able to run the ball. So it was the Giants game. Zeke had the final touchdown against the Giants, 13-yard touchdown. The, the, um, the uh, pass play? Uh, it, it says... Well, it sounds like it's a run because it doesn't say last 10-plus yards. Did he catch a pass on that? You're talking about the first Giants game? Yeah. That's when he, the did, the high, that's when he did the high-stepping in the, the last, end zone. The last touchdown? He did the high-stepping in the end zone with a pass out of the backfield, I thought. There was a 13-yard run. There was a run. There it was, was a run. run. Okay, so there. Uh, they also tried to run it in on third and eight at the 11-yard line, up 6-3 to three in the second quarter, and that did not fare as well. Well, because they were going to have two plays, two plays to pick it up. They were going to go for it on fourth down. And they didn't only picked up two yards. They picked up three yards. Three and yards. It's created a fourth so and five. So if it was fourth and three, they would have they gone were hoping, for it. They were hoping that they would get closer to like a six-yard pickup instead of a three-yard pickup yes, on the run. Exactly. And so, that's what he said after the game, by the way, that that was the idea. It was a two-play uh, two deal, and they didn't pick up any yards. And so it's like, okay, let's kick the field goal. Well, is, what about at the end of the half? Everyone's, Same thing. Everyone's, you know, on his case again, uh, talking about how we could have managed it better. Dak seemed like he wanted to call that timeout before the half to just take one more shot. And he basically said no. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I don't know what to do. No, he said he no waved right him away. off because right. he wanted the three points. Dak, he didn't right. want to. That was see a, a gift. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence gave him a gift by punching the football out right. from Barkley with 41 seconds left in the half. And so you have to come away with points there. You can't. Uh, Especially since the Giants were going to get the ball. Right. To, to end, uh, to, to start. So, with, but at, at the time, if I'm not mistaken, there were 10 seconds left after the, the right when they spotted the ball. You don't think they can get one play in in 10 seconds, take a shot in the end zone, and see what you can do. Well, Got them on the ropes. What if you get sacked and fumble? Could be. I think he was playing. Here's what he kind of explained it. It's like he didn't say this, but here's what he's thinking. All right, I got three points here. This team is not going to score much, right. if at all. Oh, you know he has confidence right? in his defense. And I'm There's no play, doubt about I'm it. I'm playing to the defense, right? And, and see, and that's where of, that's where the whole analytics thing uh, comes into play. There, right. you have to factor in everything, including especially the opponent. And does that opponent have the ability? Do they to threaten score? you at all? Uh, yeah. And yeah. so go ahead and just get the points and get enough enough of a lead on them. And where? Let's look at this as well. You, I'm glad you mentioned that. So, could you say that offensively? Uh, 
we are being a little, a lot more conservative considering how well our defense is playing I and think considering he's pl- who we play. I think he's playing to the defense and playing to who you're playing mm-hmm. and knowing that that wind is pretty tough and it's probably hurting the passing game too, trying to throw deep. Uh, but, yeah, he had time. He could have called timeout and got one more play in. And he did this before. I can't remember which game it was. And he decided, no, let's just kick the field goal and get out of here mm-hmm. and go up 15-3 instead of uh, messing around and maybe it's 12-3. And mm-hmm. they get the ball and a touchdown and two-point conversion, and now it's 12-11. So on, that, on, that, uh, <laughs> on the extra point, you, you know, you guys know about the drawbridge. I told you about the drawbridge. Yeah, right? I think the drawbridge <laughs> Goodness gracious. Like, oh, no, we're going to go this way. It's like it took a 90-degree right turn. I had turn. to tweet it. That drawbridge, guys. I know that. And it was on that end of the field as well. That's the open area of the uh, stadium, so it's too funny. <laughs> Different end of the field from uh, where well, they at were. Well, the, on the other half. end, you, there's no opening. Yeah. Yeah, right. there is no opening. On this end, that's where the opening is, and that's where the, the, the breezeway can be caused. So, you know? <laughs> so not calling the timeout doesn't give them the opportunity to, to change the drawbridge. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, see, there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> so you want to do it quick. We need to go ahead and kick it now. Don't give them the chance to affect the win. <laughs> well, no, they ran it down the three seconds. Right, right, yeah, right. Too right. funny, man. All right, we continue with more mix shots in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Give the gift the, the Cowboys this season with a Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Memberships start at just 20 bucks and include an exclusive fan pack and VIP experience. 
Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. All right, we have just six minutes left on this Mon- Victory Monday edition of uh, Mix Shots. And uh, how about that defense for the third straight week with four takeaways? Uh, absolutely, to me, amazing that uh, you can continue on this streak and, um, you know, you get an interception and then the punch outs. Demarcus Lawrence, that was heck of a game. That was sweet. He just had a heck of a game. And see, well, he's got extra incentive, doesn't he? Yes, he does. How is that? And I was going to give you his line before you went to the extra okay. incentive, he- but for his third game back, Demarcus Lawrence with five tackles, mm-hmm. one tackle for a loss, two quarterback hits, a pass defense, and a forced fumble for a defensive end. That's what you were missing. Not just pass rush. All around defensive and game. And so now let's hear the challenge issued from D Law to Dak. <laughs> How important was it to turn that first turnover into a touchdown? Yeah, I mean, it was huge. It was huge. It's, I mean, wish we would have turned all of them into touchdowns, uh, obviously, as I say, but uh, it was huge. Um, we had a, we have a little bet going on. Um, I'll, get, I'll let everyone know uh, defense <laughs> is kicking our ass, but it's turnovers versus touchdowns that we've uh, we created this week, and they obviously won this one, but we'll make sure that they carry carries over. And, uh, yeah, they, they're, they're doing a great job getting the ball. Uh, front sevens attacking, um, back ends getting their hands on balls, uh, and it's impressive. It's it's uh, great to be a part of, but as I said, we've got to reward these guys with touchdowns. That they do. He said uh, they also had a follow-up question. They said something like, how are you going to pay up? Or when are you going to pay up? Uh, he goes, we're going to roll it over. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep it going, and then we'll figure it out at uh, the end. Yeah, <laughs> Celebrate. They're going to have just a one-game no, result. No, no. They right? want to take this all the way. They want to take a streak on into the Super Bowl. So right now it's 31 takeaways. How many touchdowns does this team have? Well, Bill, I could look that up. Okay, okay. during the next time out, you will look it up, and you'll have it for us tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, that would have to be tomorrow. (laughs) And you won't be here, will you? Thirty. (laughs) They have forty-four plus two. Okay, plus two. All right. So if you if you uh, grandfathered it back to the beginning of the season, he would have the lead. But right now, from when the bet was issued, the challenge was issued from D. Law. uh, The defense has the advantage Mm -hmm. right now. As long as there's a W at the end of the discussion. Yeah, I don't think anyone cares mm-hmm. who, who wins that battle. I love the competition. So who's starting for the uh, Washingtons? Uh, Nick Mullins would be Nick, your start. Oh, no, for Washington. For, I thought you meant for Cleveland. No, because uh, Heineke would be, and Allen are out. You know, they signed Garrett Gilbert off the Patriots practice squad, well, but it was him, uh, right? Shermer. Was, Shermer was on their yeah, practice squad. Right, and yeah. so – so they have both been ruled out for tomorrow. That's, that's uh, Heineke what that and like. Allen. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Mullins is starting for Cleveland at four o'clock this afternoon against the Raiders because Baker Mayfield and uh, Case Keenum are both out with the COVID. You I know what? Go if, home and get ready for the game, man. I gotta go watch I was, the game. I'm if loving I was, this. If I was the Cowboys, I'd just tell Cooper Rush to just go lock yourself in the house. You don't need to practice. You can zoom in the meetings. <laughs> Don't be here. Don't let anybody in your house, and just stay safe. Okay, uh, you want to talk CD briefly? Yeah, in the last couple of minutes. You know, our good friend Nate Newton compares a drop pass to a turnover, and he had four of them. Man, was it four? 
I believe so. I know. I one saw, of them was. One of them was six. Okay, it looked it like, like six the sun me. was in his eyes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, that was the bubble screen. And then the other yeah. ones, it's like he's trying to run with it and do something fancy before he catches it. Just catch the ball. And you know what? He he admitted it. Trying to do too much. And see, that's where, if you look at this team as we go down the stretch, the leadership has to be strong because you have young players on this and team. And we forget that. We do forget that because they're, they're operating at such a high level right now and they're working together as a nice young group. But there are times when you need a veteran out there to right the ship when things start going wrong. And there are times when a young team, especially defensively, they may not be able to wrap their head around the game plan against them and to be able to make the adjustment to come back. That worries me a bit as we go down the stretch. It happened to us in 81, uh, and it, it could happen to this team as well. The youth in the secondary can sometimes uh, – you, you can be overwhelmed at times, and you have to be careful with that. Let's hear what CD had to say about the drops. How did you feel you played today? You had a couple of uh, – No, I played terrible, <laughs> to be honest. It's no, it's no – you know what I'm saying? I feel like I could have played better. I uh, had three drops, something like that. Yeah, uh, I feel like I could have played better. And he could have. And he, and he ended up – I mean – what did he finish with? Uh, six catches for 50 yards. A mm -hmm. couple sweet runs that he, he turned in short passes that wouldn't have been a first down into first downs. Um, so, you know, give him credit there, but it could have been more. Um, breaking news from Tampa Bay. Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin out for, out the, for the season. season. Torn right. ACL. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They thought it was an ankle at first. And then they, they thought it was an MCL. <laughs> yeah. And now the, uh, probably had an MRI today. Torn ACL. Uh, so no playoffs. What, were, did you see it? I did. What do you think of it? The hit? It's the consequences of the rules themselves. It's mm -hmm. just the way it is. You don't want to get a – I mean, these guys have to go low. You'll catch a receiver when you're trying to hone in on him and the receiver might go down for to catch a ball. All of a sudden, you think you have a safe hit in his torso and you're making a headshot. Mm. So DBs now, they're just playing it safe and they're just staying as low as they can get so that they won't have any more unnecessary infractions. Was there a report on Sterling Shepard? AC, AC, Achilles. You, you I know it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah, I yeah, knew it. You know he knows. I saw where Did he grabbed. Did you understand everything as well? Yeah, I saw where he grabbed, and they were like, oh, sniper. I don't know. Yep. And it's like, oh, no contact. He tore his Achilles. You know what that reminds me of? Like when the guy gets hit down low. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we all feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was you. You yeah. got the Achilles went and you felt it, didn't you? And I like, said, oh. you know what? I finally I finally took my uh, little <laughs> kneel down scooter out of the room where I had it and put it in the garage. And I was thinking, oh, if he needs one, <laughs> I could help him out. Just, I, he, I think he's 28 years old. And uh, he's had a couple. He he's an old twenty. Didn't he miss yeah, all last? Had a, yeah, he missed last he's been, year. He's with had an some injuries. Issues. His, yeah, his low, great. Everything's kid, lower legs. Excellent yeah, kid. Yeah, and, and really uh, has made the most of his abilities and so forth. And you really hope that he can come back from it. But at twenty eight, uh, I mean, it's not ancient. Well, it's not ancient at all. But like you say, he's got he's got a lot of wear he, and tear. KZ came back. Hooker came back. Yep. And they both did it within a year. So. KZ came back quicker than Hooker did, yeah. you know, as far as so. And hopefully. Hooker actually, I saw him make plays. 
Um, no, he had uh, that might have been his best game, yeah, right? He had the interception. Well, see, and, and so for for Casey, his occurred in October, and he was back playing the next season. Mm-hmm. And now, but for Shepard, it happened here in December, and so he's going to be very much in question. I don't know what his contract status is for whether he's a free agent or what. But side part- note, uh, I, I knew his mother. Yeah, she passed. Uh, she lived in Odessa. My my relatives live in Odessa. Uh, her older brother Tony Ford was a, an amazing football player in Odessa, and he, well, they're he, legends in, in the Shepherd family. Yes, yeah, yes. brothers uh, Daryl and Woody Shepherd were right. great football players as well. Or, or his uncles—that would be uh, Sterling's uncles—but yes. Derek, his dad, yes, was the, the youngest of those Shepherds, mm-hmm. whatever. And of course, Derek died tragically sure playing did. racquetball uh, when he was an assistant coach at the University of Wyoming, That's and right. so Shep dog. Yeah, and of course he played for the Cowboys, which is so, amazing. Yeah, they've been through a lot because when we were back at the ranch and he was with the Cowboys, it was in the off season. And remember the the racquetball courts there? They needed a fourth, right? And I came walking by, and Shep goes, "Come on, man, you're playing." I go, "What do you mean I'm playing?" He goes, "You're playing." I said, "I didn't got any tennis shoes on." Mm. He goes. Just take your shoes off, play with your socks on. <laughs> so I did, right? And he took over the game for us, and we had no problems. Yeah, he right? was that good. Yeah, he was, was good. he was a hell of an athlete. As a matter of fact, when I interviewed Sterling uh, at the Senior Bowl, I told him the story mm-hmm. about me and your dad playing racquetball wow. together. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, And uh, one other note before we get out of here, uh, Jalen Smith has now been signed for the rest of the season. <laughs> Four tackles, got him a job. That's right. He did not uh, practice with the Giants in plays against his former so team. They were so mad at him because he was having too much fun out there with the Cowboy <laughs> players, <laughs> like it was practice or something. <laughs> so he gets three more checks in the next three weeks. That is totally so he, That's good for him, though. That's yeah. good for him. He'd, he'd just be glad that they ran the ball. 30 times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get him isolated in coverage. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll let Mickey go off more on that tomorrow <laughs> on, <laughs> on the next edition of uh, Mix Shots, and we will chat at you later. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?